0: In this bonus episode of Progressive Palaver, the group discusses 2019 and sets goals for 2020. Progressive Palaver, a group of lifelong friends and appreciators of music discussing the greatest progressive rock bands album by album. I'm Joe Beauclair and on this bonus edition of Progressive Palaver I'm joined by my very good friends Paul Zotter and hopefully Ken Gregory as we complete our review of 2019 and look ahead to 2020.
1: As it is, as it is so close to 2020, to get the, ninth, the 2019 in review, we're, we're pretty much right at the wire, uh, so much so that, that um, you know, Ken is dealing with some items off camera.
0: That's right, he with is. With some but, work items. But, but he's still here, and hopefully he will unmute and join us. It, it was important uh, that we... Uh, get together here right at the end of, of the calendar year. It's actually the 29th of December, 2019, which means hopefully this episode is going to be edited and posted in record fashion. <laughs> but um, we a, a few weeks ago, we had done our mailbag episode that sort of turned into a 2019 year in review episode. And one of the things that we had done on that particular episode was we had discussed our our twenty nineteen goals for the podcast, and we had
1: achieved uh, what was it two out of three or three out of four? I forget. It, it looks it appears to be two out of three. We we set our resolutions at a you know a very achievable level. Three main resolutions.
0: So, and the one that we had sort of hanging out there was to get together with our friends. Um, Kevin and Mark at the Yes Music podcast and do a, a round table on the album Tormato. And we were giving ourselves until the end of January 2020 to achieve that because we work by, you know, corporate milestone rules. However, you know, for those of you who are listening, if you haven't already checked it out, check out the YMP episode where we here at the Progressive Palaver show up on their two pence. Uh, segment to discuss Tormato so yes Paul that's a big fat check mark it is a big fat check mark check checked off I think we need, need to give ourselves uh well is
1: that is that a, a meets expectation or exceeds the fact that we did everything I guess it probably depends on uh your corporate environment and culture uh and some it would be I would say um we definitely met our resolutions and our goals, but the way in which we met them carries us far beyond the meets expectations. At at the very least,
0: I think we get a meets expectation with a very high LTI component of our compensation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yes. <yeah. laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Although I think – I think we may have come in a little over budget given all of the shipping costs for the giveaways <laughs> that comes out of a totally different ledger.
0: It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what it's like to be middle-aged in America and having fun Appar- with your podcast and corporate culture.
1: <laughs> Apparently so. Apparently so. It does beg to the question though. I must say that I believe, I believe we are, uh, completely out of stock with our um, 2019 giveaways that being the progressive palaver friend of the palaver mugs so oh. so it does beg the question uh should we have giveaways in 2020 and and what pray tell should they be
0: well i mean speaking personally i think that the the giveaways have been um a, a fun component of the palaver now granted i'm not the shipping department so you may see that differently I would recommend that we continue, but maybe find something that weighs less. <laughs> something maybe that can be placed in an envelope, say.
1: <laughs> that may be a good idea. You know, some, um, okay. some,
0: something where you don't, the shipping department isn't required to box things and, and protect them. Yeah.
1: Although I do have a, a ridiculous amount of bubble wrap left over. Oh so.
0: Well, you know, uh, there's always there's always reason for bubble
1: wrap. It's like the gift that keeps giving.
0: Yeah, I definitely think going looking at 2020, we need to. I, I think you know, I think we should continue the friend of the palaver giveaways. I think it's been it's been fun. It's been successful. We need other goals, though.
1: What other yes. goals
0: should we should we set?
1: We might we might just want to throw out to our our friends. Uh, any ideas for giveaways let us know
0: what about if we did some sort of i don't know in-home event
1: with total mass retain (laughs) there's a difference between setting achievable goals (laughs) and goals that we already have scheduled (laughs) hey man i'm just playing the game (laughs) So you mean like a live,
0: a live well, session? And, and maybe that is part of it. Yeah. Because we had, you know, when we talked with with Mark and Joey sort of spontaneously that one night, um, Mark had had floated the idea of some sort of a live event. We have never done any sort of live event. I guess that would be Facebook Live or some, some shit. I don't know how that works. Oh,
1: yes. I guess that would be. Could be well. We have a YouTube page. We could do a YouTube live. I think too. Okay. A U- a YouTube cast. So um, I and, and I don't know
0: what you know. I mean that could be totally off the hook with with all of us there. But you know, and 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 for those of you who don't know necessarily what we're talking about, if you had not listened to the the um, the total mass retain most recent interview that we did total mass retain is performing at the kennett flash in kennett square pennsylvania on january 4th and the palaver will be in attendance paul and ken will be there i'm actually flying in from texas just to attend this event and uh, apparently we got some sort of a an after party at uh, at paul's house so we may uh, we may look into doing some sort of a live event
1: and the makes, after the after party may not be the best time to do the live event I'm it, not sure it,
0: it may be it, it may be too chaotic that's what I'm thinking yeah
1: yeah given given also uh, local standards of decency I don't know
0: but but I do think and and maybe if it's not maybe if it's not in January but at some point I think maybe a live event of some nature
1: is yeah. is is a may- goal. Maybe what would be fun, maybe we could, we could test it out, right? We could do some, uh, you know, anytime I think of a live like concert reporting, like I'm thinking we could, we could, you know, we could definitely Facebook live from the Kenneth Flash, you know, before, during and after the show. Um, Anytime I think about that though, I immediately like transform back to the Anderson, Bruford, Wakeman and Howe uh, video. Where like uh, Jack Blades is doing the the pregame uh, conversations with people, and it just it was just so cheesy
0: <laughs> well, and and I think that's really the key, right? how and, and, and I don't know because I'm social media adverse as most people know. so I don't know how to make it work properly, but there are people who do, so maybe we can ask around. but uh, let's put our heads together and and figure out how we can how we can okay. do some sort of a live event.
1: I like it. Live podcast event. I th- the other podcast events that I've seen live, uh, they just have a recording of a podcast in a live setting, right? So it's like they do their regular podcast in like an auditorium and record it and then release it. So it's live, but it's not actually listened to live.
0: Yeah. Does that make sense?
1: Not really what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Me, t- me neither. Okay. Live event, it's on, it's on, it's on the list. On All the right, list. So, so we have
0: lighter giveaways and a live event.
1: I think it, a giveaway idea is like a, a, a progressive palaver beach towel, since we've never found the <laughs> Le Miz beach towel.
0: <laughs> Let's look into the economics of the beach towel. Uh, yeah. I, I like where you're going there. I, I mean, imagine our gunslinger on a big beach towel. That exactly. Would, that would that's be what I'm sick. thinking.
1: <laughs> and oh, okay. Well, I'm I, putting it on there. I'm willing. Be like a that may be like a premium item. We um we may we may sort of move the shipping
0: budget into the merchandising budget, but I'm willing to chip <laughs> in for that one. All right, because I'm, I'm right, thinking I like that's going to be if we can make that work, that'll be badass. That would be good. Okay, so we had so are we are we counting the uh the total mass retain event as as a goal or not?
1: I've simply put live podcast event we can we can work on it all year and okay. then uh, twelve months from now we can decide whether we we Perfect. hit it or not i think yes. we should uh i
0: think we should have four goals we had three last year okay we should and, we should push the envelope
1: yeah, especially since one we've already done and one we've already scheduled so <laughs> We need to stretch ourselves a little bit while we're, uh, while we're burning energy thinking of upcoming goals, I will give a couple of updates like 2019 updates, 2019 updates. Yes, please. So under the category of yet to be complete, I do believe that the world is still clamoring for episode 66, Joe.
0: <laughs> yes, they are. Episode. I six- feel like,
1: I feel like there were some teasers out there s- suggesting it might be close. It It is close. Um, and
0: you know, with my current schedule, I anticipate it being out probably just after maybe the TMR show. Okay. I've basically I, I had my kids through through Christmas, so I didn't have the the time required to complete that. Now it is halfway done. And okay. um, so, I just now that I've got a few days with literally nothing to do, uh, you know, I, I anticipate getting that done and finishing up the editing process and then doing some QC work. So right after the first of the year, I'm going to guess that episode 66 will be released. We have a couple of other Genesis episodes or one more Genesis episode to uh, to release with uh, our our friend of the platter, Ken Fuller. And I think that mm. should close out Genesis. Wow. Wow. So. Oh, it was an epic session of, of, uh, material. It was like half of the year we spent yeah. on, on doing Genesis. So cool.
1: Okay. Um, and also, also in the list of things unaccomplished, uh, and, and uh, I, I, I'm going to be honest and tell you that I, I didn't really give it too much effort. But as of today, I uh, have still not completed the novelization of Clockwork Angels. You have not. So, <laughs> have not.
0: I didn't. Was that a personal goal? I can't say I realized that was a it, goal. It was never you.
1: really a goal. It was just something that I thought would be would be a smart thing to do. You know, being a member of a progressive rock podcast, who's done the whole entire Rush catalog, I just thought reading Clockwork Angels would seems to be like like somebody should do it. You know, well, and I had the book and I started it, so I figured I was the best candidate. There you go. I would
0: like to point out then at this point that um, I don't even own a television. Does have an episode on the novelization of Clockwork Angels? (laughs) That is good to know. Maybe I'll just listen to that. Yeah, it's, it, it may be better use of your time.
1: All right. So as we, uh, as we think about the goals, Joe, let's just talk about... Um, you know, we've talked a little bit about... Uh, we've got a couple episodes with uh, Ken Fuller that we're going to be uh, releasing. We're going to um, hopefully treat everybody to an episode 66. And um, what else... And we've got the TMR kicking off the new year for us. What else... Is in store for 2020 uh, at Progressive Palaver as far as content?
0: Well, I think so. We have a short segment coming up um, fairly recent or fairly soon on Toad the Wet Sprocket, which is not mm. necessarily progressive, but that's okay. We do our next long segment. We are planning to do one of the classics, Pink Floyd. Ah. Very much looking forward to that. And I've been thinking about, you know, what the next large segment is. I have some ideas. I know we'll probably have some discussion about that. That'll be in the second half of 2020. But I've been having some thoughts on some of the short segments that we like to do, either if we put one in the middle of Pink Floyd or in between Pink Floyd and and whatever comes next. You know, I've got some ideas there. I do think one of the things that we need to talk about, and I'm becoming more and more convinced about this, is the Flaming Rose Pure Shine. Oh, I
1: like this idea. And um, yes, Martin, Schnella, and Melanie Mao. Okay, good. So so if Melanie and Martin
0: are going to be at Progstock 2020, that may be a great time to put that together. I, I wonder if they will I wonder if they will. I don't know if they will or not. I know they were last year, so something to think about. But okay. I
1: you know, like I said, I I think we need to discuss that album. I I'm I, you know, the the amount of text messages that have been going by me lately is is are, have been uh quite voluminous and I believe I may have read something to you that the Pure Shine album has actually inspired you to go back and watch the Dark Tower movie? I did yesterday. And it, wow. it wasn't terrible.
0: Wow. But uh, I say that, there. well, and I'll save it for the episode, but I, I had to continually remind myself that it wasn't the same cycle as the books.
1: Yes. Like, I had
0: to actively remind myself of that. And when I did, it was okay.
1: Well, I... I am on on board with talking to Flaming Row because uh, I I really enjoy the pure shine. I I think it's uh, very very well done and uh, it's very entertaining. It it really is. Another goal
0: we really upped our interview game in 2019. You know we had we had, we had kind of a rough start in the beginning when I botched the whole Rupert Hine interview and. <laughs> Um, but, but then we came back strong. We had Fran, we had Ray, um, we got Tony Kay, and then, you know, we started talking. We had like three conversations with Dave Kirzner.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Robert Berry was great. Andrew Collier was fantastic. So I say we make a goal in 2020 to get, a, gain an interview with someone Someone that we've talked about multiple times on the on the podcast. And I, I'm thinking specifically in the production field.
1: Mm. Specifically.
0: So someone like I don't know, a Hugh Pagem or wow. a Nick Davis. Someone like that. I'm excited about this goal. You know, let's 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 push the envelope here, see what we can do. So if anyone's listening, has any ins with.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know who, you know who I wrote down underneath Hugh Padgham and Nick Davis? No. Dave Megan. Dave freaking Megan. Yes. There are
0: questions that Dave Megan needs to answer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we need, we, we need to have a reckoning with him because we, you know, we've given him some shit on the palaver. And um, we should give him some airtime to, uh, to explain and, 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 you know, illuminate us and, and
0: take away our ignorance. There you go.
1: Yes. Well, I think you know we've softened a little bit over time, as we as we tend to do with all of our harsh opinions.
0: So uh, it would be fun to. I
1: like that idea.
0: Yeah. So um, so I definitely want to. I, I want to reach out and get you know one or multiple of, of guys like that. I think that would be fun. Obviously, we need to continue um, being plugged in with the likes. You know, we. I'm very interested. I can't wait for Dave Kersner's new band to be announced. It it's
1: he's been toying with us for months I, now. It's like every other post someone brings up something and he talks about it and he's like, Oh, I can't announce it yet. It's like, <laughs> dude. So he's hopefully He's told us twice. Yeah, so oh hopefully
0: gosh. hopefully when that happens we can uh we can uh we can get together with him and find out more about what's going on there. I think we can look forward to hopefully another
1: um so what do we got so far in terms of we add three or four we have have, uh right currently just three the palaver giveaway is smaller okay the um live podcast event and uh interview with the production giant okay i I called it yeah good i like that so we need one more well i'm excited while we're thinking of goals i'm excited about getting into pink floyd i'm i'm excited about finishing Toad the west sprocket i technically we've recorded uh one of those episodes already Yep. but I'm, I'm very excited about getting into Pink Floyd. It has been a long time since I've listened to Pink Floyd, simply because I've spent so much time in the last... Well, this past year, I've spent so much time listening to, um, to Genesis, uh, Big, Big Train. And, um, and uh, as of late, I've just spent so much time uh, listening to Dave Kersner and In Continuum. Uh, I am I am kind of looking forward to uh, busting out the old uh, the old Floyd
0: uh, and uh, and
1: reacclimating myself. I am excited
0: to talk about it. I'm, I'm in my deep immersion phase, and two things: mm. one, I really didn't know much about Pink Floyd prior to say Metal, and I'm really really enjoying it, which makes the fact that I didn't get to see Nick Mason's saucer full of secrets all the more irksome. Mm. But the things that i do know like i am out of my mind for the wall episode i cannot wait i mean that's a long way down the road but it i am is. really really excited about that one because i had you know i had i had notions
1: that are different now that is going to be interesting um it just occurred to me joe another goal potential goal ooh what i believe in 2020 we will uh, hit and surpass our 100th episode official
0: episode yes
1: official episodes yeah correct so i I wonder if some sort of 100 episode celebration is in order
0: I like it we need an hundredth episode extravaganza of some nature I don't know what that's going to be yeah but yeah I don't know what that's going to be either but I think we ought to do it we we should episode 100 now the, the the convention that we have is regular episodes are for the most part album based with the exception i right. think of supper's ready which is song based um and they're they're split up from the bonus and the special episodes which are whatever we want to do and interviews respectively so that means episode 100 has to be based on some sort of an album or song. Yes. So we'll have to think about
1: how to do that. And what are we, we're at like 75, 76 now. Uh, Yes, we are at 76, which means the first toad will be 77. Which means we'll probably, how many, how many episodes is Pink Floyd going to be? Oh, I forget. It's uh, it's a, Decent chunk. I don't think we're going to get to a hundred
0: though with Pink Floyd. Not with Pink Floyd, no. Mm, okay, but I've got a well, couple. We... I've got a couple episodes in the can.
1: Um, okay. That I think we can do. Hey, not for nothing, Joe. There are a lot of fans of your uh, s- a palaver for once when you do a revisited, or even when you you know take on an entire band's catalog all by yourself. (laughs) Which I do need to finish out, by the way, I I have, um, I have one more Asia episode I have to do because I have, you need to do that. I have the means to, uh, I have the means to do that at this point. I think that, um, yeah, I know that Kansas was an item that you thought you might do on your own, but I don't know if that's, if that's still part of what you want to do. I mean, if no one else wants to do it with me, I will. Because I think Kansas is important to talk about. I think I'd probably want to do some of Kansas. All right. So 100th episode extravaganza. Perfect. Good. It's very open-ended. That's not very specific for a goal.
0: Well, (laughs) 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 it's neither specific nor measurable. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But I mean, it gives us the framework. uh, And I I think we can can revisit this. So this is good. I like it.
1: Okay. All right. Very good. All right. Good.
0: All right, so we have we have our goals. So twenty twenty is coming in. We've met our goals for twenty nineteen. I think that's spectacular. I would like to point out that since we did our mailbag episode for twenty nineteen, we have received a bunch of correspondence. <laughs> yeah, on on various uh, various means. Um, Dan Sherman found the lamb. It's actually a picture from the the. Um, Oh, I forget what the hell it's called, but it's the it's the symphonic genesis album. I actually have that that LP myself. Wow, yeah, that has
1: got some good stuff on there. Yeah, it's I've it's, never heard that. It's pretty good. And our uh, 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 Joseph Cutrell
0: or Cuttrell has has provided us with some context as we were discussing before we came on air around the the Nemo cartoons on scenes from a night's dream. Mm. Which uh, we were just, you know, blissfully unaware of. So, um, thanks for for clearing up that. That's <laughs> that was really really interesting to sort of go through that and and see that as as Joe pointed
1: out, it's not just Genesis whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joseph Cattrall has been very uh, interactive with um with uh, the Genesis. He's got a lot of comments and uh, a lot of fun. Fun items. Also, I mentioned off air that uh, Bill Kimler uh, hooked us up with a link to Benoit David's mystery, um, a, a band that he was in um, prior to Fly From Here, his uh, his time with the Yes Band, mm-hmm. and uh, I gave some listen to there, and um, and it was uh, it was quite entertaining. I mentioned it might be a little bit like uh, Sticks, maybe. Um but uh or Dennis DeYoung, particularly Benoit sounds like a bit like uh Dennis DeYoung. Um and then also I would just uh, give a shout out to uh uh Jerry McDermott, who's been also very um, very active with the messaging. He we actually had a messaging exchange just yesterday where he shared with me the first time he had seen uh Marillion and Uh, it was 19. I want to say, I want to say it was like 82. And he mentioned that, uh, I guess, uh, uh, Pete had just joined the band or maybe Steven, someone had just joined the band and he was just kind of like hanging out, talking with, uh, with fish. And he said it was kind of a life changing, uh, changing moment. And, um, and shout out to our friend Patrick Tully. We sort of called him out in our last episode because <laughs> we hadn't heard from him in a long time, and he's back. He is back. So he uh, has been sending us some fun things and uh, some videos, and so it's good to have. Uh, it's good to. I don't think he's ever not been there, uh, but he uh, he uh, he took some time to join us on the social medias again. So it was cool. And, and who was the follower
0: who? Who almost had a, a an Oshable reportable near incident
1: hanging lights listening to our mailbag episode? Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right. He he was so shocked <laughs> that he said he um almost fell off the uh the lights. Um oh gosh. Yeah, Jerry said it was 1982 and Pete had just um Pete had just joined the band. I'm going to have to go, or we're going to have to stall while I find this. I can't.
0: So while you look for that, and I'll, I'll have yeah, to piece yeah. all this together. Uh, going back, so Joseph Cottrell, his original email is spectacular. And I, I need to to kind of go through some things here. So he says, a bit of perspective. I first heard yes, I think around 1974. So I would have been 14 years old. It was Brace Yourself, Joe, the Ancient, Side 3 from Tales from Topographic Oceans, which remains my Brace Yourself Again favorite Yes album. (laughs) (laughs) His first Yes concert was in 1976 on the uh, Relayer Solos Tour. Um, The only album he had by that time was Relayer. And um, so this is great. He talks about 90125. He saw the 90125 show in San Diego. He was in the Navy. And one day, um, earlier that year, he was floating around in the middle of the Indian Ocean when one day for mail call, uh, a package arrived from my original unsuccessful wife. Inside, there was a cassette of a brand new Yes album. by this time, I was pretty sure that Yes was dead. Drama was amazing. Then everything fizzled out, and Chris went into his, quote, beat that dead horse, end quote, phase, releasing Yes shows and then classic Yes, and then nothing. He goes on to say, what a freaking, revel- freaking revelation. It sounded fresh and clean and new and still. It was Yes. Um, and then he goes on to say, this is great. As far as production on 90125 goes, all you need to know about the genius of Trevor Horn is at the tail end of hearts when he dials back the reverb on John's last line of lyrics and reaches zero on the very last word. Pure brilliance. Mm. Mm. I totally agree with that. Love it. And then he goes on to say, Random notes, Joe, you keep on being the Trevor Rabin defender. I am an unapologetic (laughs) John Davison booster. Wow. And maybe we'll have a debate about tails someday. So Joe, bring it on. (laughs) love it love it maybe maybe we have a tales from topographic oceans roundtable
1: in our future paul that could be that's a stretch could be it wow (laughs) i'm gonna jot it down why not um tales roundtable um that gets an asterisk um yeah it's funny so yeah the, the um so Bill Kimmler was the person that we almost uh, knocked off the side of his house, <laughs> hanging Christmas lights. <laughs> well, I'm glad, um, I'm glad that Bill did not fall off the side of his house. Me too. Me too. And, um, and then we mentioned Dan Sherman and a photograph. And so he sent us another picture of the photograph, actually a photograph with Dan. Um, Dan took a photograph of Stephen Rothery and his daughter um, with a picture of with Stephen Rothery holding up a picture of himself holding, uh, Dan Sherman's daughter when she was one month old. <laughs> so, uh, a picture of, uh, Stephen Rothery with, uh, Dan Sherman's daughter when she was one month and when she was 21. I love that. That is fantastic. That is such a great and, story. And Steve Perry, uh, decided to share with us. There is a band out there, um, called, uh, perfect beings. And they, um, Oh, I'm sorry. It looks like actually, uh, Perfect Beings uh, uh, member Johannes Luli, uh, if I'm saying that correctly, has a 2013 solo album called "Tales from Shepherd Father's Grove," which is an admitted tribute to John Anders Elias of Sanhilla, which means I need to listen to it. And he says that if we thought hobbits were absent from Neo Prague, we need to listen to this album. <laughs> Uh, because they are alive and well.
0: This whole Hobbit thing has gotten way out of hand. I, <laughs> I find it funny. Nevertheless, <coughs> I'm sitting here thinking I should point out to any of our listeners who communicate with us and are uncomfortable with us blasting your name out over the, uh, oh, yeah. the interwebs. Uh, if if we have mentioned you by name and you would rather we not, um, let us know. We can always go back in and, and edit things out. But I just, you know... I
1: I just put that out there. Yeah, there's probably a um, there's probably some sort of legal thing that we, we we're supposed to do.
0: You know, this is all really really good stuff. I'm excited by this, and we do again. We really appreciate all of the, the the commentary and the feedback. And yeah, I mean, if if we ever say something that you know really just you know you don't agree with, let us know because you know I've had quite a few experiences doing this podcast where I've had to sort of reevaluate my stance on things so I always welcome you know a different perspective um and it's it's just fun you know because you know when we we talk about it on our our text all the time and I mentioned it on the YMP thing um you know I I troll Tom constantly on Tornado just because it's fun but I would much rather listen to Tornado or even open your eyes than you know a whole host of other things the Mm. worst yes is way better than a lot of other the best of other things so well said
1: yeah it's probably been the greatest thing about being involved in the palaver joe for me is that is the revisiting of things not only that i've known but things that i haven't known so well and and sort of being challenged by you guys by the people who listen to us and just by the people that we meet along the way yeah. challenged to, to listen to some of this stuff again, like the guys from TMR, like, you know, I, I feel like I'm a pretty big yes fan. Right. But then like, you know, you talk to those guys and then they talk about, you know, the songs that they want to do when they're like doing these songs. I'm like, wow, you know, and I've, I've like forced me to go back and listen to things like sound chaser and um, and stuff off Tormato and listening to the yes music podcast and surprisingly, it seems like we've even forced some of our listeners to go back and listen to things that they would not have have thought before. Which I I I just admire that they've done that, and it's just been a great education and reeducation for me. And I'm that's why I'm so excited to go back and 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 do things like Pink Floyd and um you know maybe delve into Kansas and other things.
0: Yeah, it's it's and and that for me, you know, we started this out and and. Ken had the best description of the palaver that he gave to, I think it was Andrew Collier. He he described it as our attempt to recreate high school study hall. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, which is exactly what we're doing. And that's, you know, when I first pitched the idea, that's exactly what we want, what I, what I had in mind. It never occurred to me that there would be, Additional benefits, you know, to how I listen to and appreciate, you know, music than these bands that I thought I've known all these years. It's, it, it really has been enjoyable. So again, yeah, if, if you know any, if you agree with us, if you disagree with us, we want to hear about it. it. It's, it's the fun part about doing this podcast are these interactions. So we we strongly encourage that. So it looks Paul that uh, our friend Ken was not able to to escape the real world and come back and join yeah. us. But yeah. um I want to obviously you know thank you and the rest of the of the group here as well as as all who listen to us. I mean, you know, we started this as almost a lark, something that would be entertaining for us and the You know, while it's not, my dad wrote a porno levels of performance, the performance of this podcast in 2019 has far surpassed anything I could have ever imagined. And um, I do want to express my gratitude to everyone who spends their time listening to us, you know, just talk shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bravo, for sure. And look forward to more in 2020. So thank you so much, everybody, and wishing you all a Happy New Year.